0: Welcome to the Andrea Kay Show. She's blonde, 5'2", and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea Kay. You know I'm a bad girl. Do what I want. say what I like. Nobody can touch me. Trust me, I'm a bad girl.
2: I am a bad girl, and I don't mind being bad. Especially when I get to be bad with all you out there. If, uh, I forgot to tell everybody to, to be sure to share the Facebook live stream. I forget sometimes when I'm actually on Facebook live, I was restricted for so long that I forget when I'm actually back on Facebook live. Glad to have you guys here with me tonight. Email me at K Show.com. Our live call-in number is 888-344-1170 and if you miss any part of tonight's show or any show, don't forget there's the podcast uh, that you can download wherever you get your podcast. We might be a day or so behind. I know I get emails from y'all saying, oh, they're not up yet. Well, um, just check back. The, uh, we are
3: yesterday's show behind. It will be up shortly. Team of one.
2: All right. Team of one. Hey, you're not supposed to tell them that. They're supposed to think the AK crew is deep, baby. Like 10 people deep.
3: <laughs> <laughs> one person deep doing many things.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. It's a good thing that DJ uh, Potato Skins has more than two hands and, and five fingers on each one because I don't know what I would do without him. You guys know I started doing news you can use segments a while back because I thought instead of just giving you my opinion even though that's quite valuable I thought that it would actually start giving you guys content, some information you could then use to take out you know, into your life and to maybe help you. And for that, I got to bring in experts because <laughs> y'all know I don't really have, other than my opinions, I don't really have any expertise in things related to finance, law, etc. So that's why I've got uh, the good friends that I have from Financial Thought, Dr. Dave Elhoff to Gary Quackenbush, GQ Law and the Estate Planning. And joining me tonight is host of, uh, right here our very own uh, The Answer San Diego's very own Mark Miller host of Talk to the Lawyers ooh, ooh. Th- this way you, you can actually talk to when you, if you listen to Mark's show and call in you can actually talk to a lawyer who wants to talk to you not like when you're at Easter and he's trying to eat deviled eggs and you're like
4: hey <laughs> can I ask you this
2: legal question and they're like really can I just not celebrate Christmas or Easter or whatever so Mark Miller joins me now thanks oh, for being here
1: Andrea Kay thank you Thank you so much. Now, I have to say, this is one of the dreams of my life. Now, I've, I've known you and been aware of you. I haven't personally known you, and I'm sliding over an autograph book, if you don't mind right now, if you don't mind putting it right there. <laughs> I got those pictures of you legally, Andrew yeah. K. Those are legal pictures. So if you don't mind signing right there, listen. I've been a 30 year attorney here in San Diego, helping people out, and I listen to shows like yours that basically says to everybody, "This is outrageous. This is illegal." You know, you mentioned that your opinions are uh, not facts, maybe not law, maybe not an expert opinion. I think the difference between your opinions and the truth is about a week. No,
2: okay. Thank so, you.
1: So so I've got to admit a lot of what you say it strikes it hits home. Again, 30 years I've been a trial lawyer and I listen to people like you and I wish that I was trying cases with people like you.
2: Oh, thank you. I do love a good argument. Now, you've actually argued in front of the Ninth Circuit, the famous, infamous Ninth Circuit Court of Schlemiel's. What was that like?
1: Well, we had a case where someone had filed bankruptcy and one of the credit cards had decided the bankruptcy law didn't apply to it. And so they went ahead and came after my client and sued them. Hmm. So we sued the credit card company back and said you had to pay attention to the law. went back and forth like a ping pong game, ended up at the Ninth Circuit. So I got to go up and argue in front of a three-judge panel.
4: Wow.
1: Now, I'm being a little disingenuous because the court had come down on our side. Hmm. So I start arguing 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 and at some point the judge has said to me mr miller did you read our tentative ruling because you won
2: <laughs> they're like stop man, sit you got down. The w. stop talking for
1: a second can you so yes it was exciting uh, quite honestly it was a very narrow issue so we didn't get to discuss guns or abortion or homelessness or uh, gavin Newsom or all the other fun stuff i wanted to get right to.
2: well but you know what um Ah, <sighs> we could sure use uh, you know somebody like you fighting on some of those issues, but you know at the same time we need people like you out there helping the financially distressed folks. I mean, right now I don't know if you saw this latest poll. We'll get to SCOTUS. Uh, maybe we'll start with SCOTUS, sure. Um, because speaking of you know the you have the Court of Appeals, and after that it's the Supreme Court. That's right. Is, that is, is the next is, jump. Is the next step. So Joe Biden decides this just really chapped my hide, Mark Miller. It took me a. 11 years to pay off my student loans. And I just went to LSU. Humble little school. Right. Got a clip to play for y'all later of my man Shaq. And, um but it still took me 11 years to pay off my student loan. So when Biden first came out with this thing of we're just going to oh, these poor people with all these this student loan debt, we're just going to pay it all off. The government's going to pay it all off. Well, there's the government has no money. That's taking money from the taxpayers to pay off for somebody Absolutely. else. Absolutely. If I got to pay for somebody's college education, I should at least have an opportunity to choose the degree, not have it be gender studies. So but 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 Biden did this with an executive order, not through the le- legislative branch. It made its way to the Supreme Court, and I guess they just refused to hear it today. I guess.
1: There's a doctrine called, and, and you don't need to write it down out there, it's called abstention. If the court decides that either it's an issue that's not ripe, not ready for them, they can abstain from hearing it or deciding it. Part of my problem with this is the Supreme Court keeps what's called a shadow docket. So they may have an issue they want to decide on. They'll take baby cases until they get the one they want. And so this case may not be quite ripe enough for them. I haven't read the decision yet.
2: Okay. Maybe we'll have to have you read it and uh, and then come back.
1: That's what I'm thinking is, and and you mentioned off air as as we were coming on, that this is becoming kind of an administrative state. In other words, we, we don't have... Congress enacted what law to do this? None. 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 Joe Biden woke up, hit his head, his uh, German shepherd bit him in the bathroom, (laughs) and he decided, what the heck? Yeah. No more student loans. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is like, Doc, uh, uh, from back to the future when he hits his head. Where, right. Where's the DeLorean?
2: Right. Well, and that's assuming that Joe Biden is actually, you know, uh, making any decisions whatsoever. I don't think he is. I think that this is uh, I think Nancy Pelosi and, you know, Ron Klein and Barack Obama, probably. And
1: Susan Rice and, and, and all Susan all, all Rice of and people. all the
2: rest of them. Chuck Schumer are all the, the ones behind the scenes. calling They wanted to buy votes. And this is a great way to buy votes from people that, you know, are the, the uh, what did Rush Limbaugh call them? The low information voter. exactly. These are people that don't understand that the government has them. No, we don't teach it in the schools anymore, right? We teach the no. socialism is great. We don't teach the value of the, the free market capitalist system. They actually think that when they get a check from the U.S. Treasury or from the government, that it's coming from the government. Not that it's coming from taxpayers. It's or free having money. Been bu- yeah,
1: it's free. It's not yours. It's not mine. Right.
2: I mean, I'll never forget my first day at economics at lsu um putting the acronym and we came in and every desk had there's no such thing as a free lunch written on it day one um so you know but but back relating it to what you do for a living as as a bankruptcy attorney i I, i'm thinking this is supposed to be to help out all these poor students during covid time or whatever
1: um do you want to play some class warfare yeah who who wipes out the most student loans Says the lawyer who paid $300,000 to go to law school. Oh. Who's it going to benefit? Where did you go? Harvard? (laughs) Harvard, I wish. I couldn't be a janitor at Harvard. I went to Cal Western. Uh, Harvard of the West, if you like.
2: You went to California College of Knowledge. A good friend of mine graduated from there. When you're driving
1: on the five freeway, somebody leaned down there with a spray paint can and wrote Harvard of the West. So uh, I tell people, uh, 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 us rich people, you, the rich people, we all benefit from the student loan forgiveness. This is class warfare. Yeah, who benefited from the Silicon Valley Bank bailout? Gavin Newsom
2: did. Gavin Newsom did, and all their all their uh, VC venture capitalist buddies with all their tech startup and all their woke stuff, and how much money Silicon Bank had given to Black Lives Matter twenty five million dollars, and and yeah, and it's going to saddle an already broke America. It's just going to add more and more. We're already thirty four trillion dollars. What comes after
1: trillion? Right? Bazillion? We got billion, bazillions? Are we going to go back know. to bazillions? I don't know. Sorry, I got that... billions. Now I'm into trillions. Hey, Mark, don't give them ideas. Yeah.
2: <laughs> we could add more zeros? Oh, that's great. It'll be like the number pi, right, with all the numbers after 3. it. Three point
1: one four 0, one five yeah. nine, on and on and on. Are you well,
2: one of those people that can quote pi? Do you know all the numbers?
1: Well, this this is a different show also. I was friends with one of the first guys who developed uh, the Bitcoin and he knew uh-huh. Pi out to about 140. Wow. He went to Caltech. Every time I saw him, he'd, he'd start reciting it. Oh, they're
2: smart people. So he
1: made me memorize it out to, to I don't know, it's like 12 digits.
2: Caltech is like the MIT of the West.
1: Very much so. Now, yeah. my brother went there, so I oh, think it's better than oh, MIT. Oh, is he the smart miller? Well, yeah, he helped write all of the Mattel and television games. You're not old enough to know. You probably only know the the most recent ones, the uh, 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 Grand Theft Autos. But old guys like me grew up with Mattel and television Activision, Atari Act. My brother wrote most of those programs. Did he really? Yeah, from Caltech. They they had a summer where he and a bunch of his friends, they hired the best people to teach him backgammon. So in other words, they hired, Kasparov uh, was flown over to teach him chess. Wow. Uh, uh, The hip hypnotist, Pat Collins from LA taught him astrology and then he would take those skills and then design the games. How John cool. Madden for baseball and football. No. So, I'm so impressed right now.
2: That's very cool. I know. Can we get him, memo, scan, scan, invite him on the show? Exactly. We've got the wrong Miller.
1: <laughs> the other Miller. Boy, have I heard that a few times.
2: <laughs> have you seen the movie We're the Millers? Is that not yes, that great I, it's movie? It's the cutest thing on I earth. I love that movie. All right, we're going off on a tangent. Let's get back to, because I want to give some, make sure we get, um, I could sit here and rap with you oh, and I'm chat all day. Fun. I'm this having too fun. too fun. Um, but you help people in financial distress. I help
1: people get out of debt. I've been doing it for 30 years. We f- help people file bankruptcy. And we f- I filed about 15,000 cases and probably wiped out, well, maybe more than billions in dollars in debt.
2: And there was a time where that BK word B-b-b-b-b-b-b-b- was ugly.
1: Scarlet bee.
2: Was the scarlet bee. And right now, when, when we see that 58% of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck, coming out of COVID, most Americans were maxed out on their credit cards. Now, with inflation, oh, well, let's bring down the prices in stores by in, in, increasing the interest rates. And when, that, when inflation started getting skyrocketing and they responded with Jack and everybody on the interest rate, I thought, how is anybody ever going to survive the people that are already struggling? Now they're never going to pay off their credit card debts.
1: They aren't. They aren't going to. And this this is a not a triple threat. This is just going on and on and on. We've got, as you mentioned, the highest credit card debt in history, the highest interest rates. We now are seeing the highest delinquency rates in history. Mm. Now move on from credit cards to uh, car loans. Car loans have the highest delinquencies since 1980. They're at about 6%. Home loans. We've got delinquencies that are building up in the home market. Mm. How many of those average million dollar homes did you pick up last year? You saw them. They're yeah. 1,200 square feet yeah. for a million dollars. Yeah, it's crazy. In Spring Valley. I love yeah. Spring Valley. I don't know if I love it a million dollars for 1,200 square feet. Right. So this inflation that you're talking about is bleeding. Into I saw that a McDonald's, uh, uh, I've never been to New York. I understand a, 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 a Big Mac meal, $16.49.
2: Well, let me tell you, it ain't far off of that if you go to KFC here or Popeye's to get a two-piece all white with beans and rice. Where's that coming? a biscuit. In? What's that?
1: Where does that come in price wise? Right. though? about the well, same, I right? Think, yeah,
2: well, it's like thirteen dollars.
1: Oh my gosh!
2: I don't eat a whole lot of fast food. I had no idea. I rarely go to fast food. I had no idea till recently. I went. I've talked about it on the show many times. How are the you know low income people surviving when you if if I don't want I mean fourteen dollars for a fast food meal and you got a family of four. Because fast food used to be where where you know people went to be able to feed a family.
1: Remember the Wendy's double burger for ninety nine cents? Eat one of those a day, you're fine.
2: When I was a kid, that was a big night out for my family. I refused to eat fast food burgers. I would only eat KFC when I was a kid. I don't I don't like fast food burgers, but you know I just feel bad for the state. I mean, six dollars a carton of eggs. It's five dollars a gallon of gas. So, you know, people already strapped living paycheck to paycheck and, you know, they're
1: falling behind. They're falling behind. Here's what's happening. We talked a little bit about Joe Biden. We've abandoned the legislative process. Right. We just wish it into being. And in the same way now on the inflation side and such, it doesn't matter what things cost. It, there's nobody's working we don't have people coming back to the workforce that's true so what we have is we've got prices that are out of control jobs are not paying the same uh, no. amount and people are they going back to work no we're about to see commercial real estate is collapsing because people didn't go back to work
2: oh yeah so i'm what, seeing for lease signs everywhere now
1: yes so what we're going to see is this is going to wind up the housing market's going to collapse later this year so oh, it'll oh, probably dear. kick in about fall is when it's going to click and it'll start falling it'll collapse We're going to see the depression part two. It is here.
2: All right, Mark Miller. That's a that's a big word. That's I'm glad a big he D said word. that because
3: I've asked other people and they are afraid to use the big D word. Yeah, yeah.
2: we're talking to Mark Miller. Let's take a break, skins. When we come back. We'll pick up this discussion. We're all going to take a breath. We're not going to have a panic attack because we heard the D word. We're going to actually. This is about news you can use. And we, when we have El Hoff on, we say it's about it's about easing. Having information is about giving solutions. you reasons. It's about solutions to give you a reason not to panic. So stay with us. We're going to take a break and we're going to continue our discussion with Mark Miller, attorney on the other side. Don't go away.
0: News, politics and current events. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego.
2: Welcome back to tonight's Andrew K. Show. My friend Mark Miller, host of Talk to the Lawyers, our very own, the answer's very own host of Talk to the Lawyers, is in the studio with me tonight. We're talking about economic conditions and all kinds of fun things. Um, he he scared everybody, though. He He brought up the D word before the break. Housing is going to crash, things are going to get ugly, and, but have no fear, because in our news you can use, it's about giving you information to help you ward off against uh, the worst of times coming. So
1: um, how can you help people, Mark? One of the things we talk about all the time, Andrea, people come and they say, I, I, I filed 15,000 bankruptcy cases, but bankruptcy is not right for everyone. So people come and they say, well, what about a debt consolidation? What about a debt settlement? Is there something other than bankruptcy that's going to help me get out of debt? Well, debt settlement is the taxable event. So, if you call up and you owe a hundred thousand dollars in debt and you settle it for fifty, you're going to pay taxes on the fifty that's forgiven. Because that's a gain. Exactly. In bankruptcy, you're not. Okay. And debt settlement is also difficult because if you do settle the hundred thousand for fifty, do you think they're gonna do payments on the fifty? No. You gotta come up with it all. By tomorrow morning at eight o'clock, they're checking the mailbox. Yeah. So you're gonna pay taxes and you gotta come up with a lump sum. So outside of bankruptcy, it's very difficult for people to settle debt. And it's a taxable event, so you end up with a tax hangover from it afterwards. Bankruptcy is not for everyone, but it does allow, especially right now, you've got those EIDL loans coming back to bite people. What's the EIDL loan? Uh, oh, it, the emergency loans. Yes, exactly. The Emergency loans. Everybody signed up. The PPP loans got paid back. You got those short-term uh, uh, Paycheck Protection Program. Now we have the, uh, the, uh, the, their disaster loan through the mm-hmm. SBA. But a lot of people got them for 500000 a million dollars. They can't pay them back. Or their businesses went belly up. The PPP
2: up. loans, a lot of those that you could apply to the government to have that be, that you didn't have to pay it back. As
1: long as you paid your people. Right, and and that. right.
2: But the the other loans, you're right, that had to be paid
1: back. Well, the question is, do you have to return the yacht you bought with it? Oh. That's what we're seeing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't really used for stuff that it should have been used okay.
2: for. Okay. So they'll be lucky uh, if they don't, is, the, is there anybody knocking on the door for that? Absolutely. inspecting? The,
1: in they just started. So that just like the student loan debt's going to be, start being coming due, well, apparently not now in June, the EIDL loans now are maturing. So people okay. are having to start making payments. Probably the best thing, and I hear you say it all the time, consult with experts. Yes. Sit and talk to somebody and ask yeah. them, ask them tough questions. We are going into the worst of times it By doesn't far. hurt
2: it, it there's no it doesn't hurt you to have no. a conversation no and get talk information
1: about, we're like doctors i've sued them for 30 years i used to, you know i used to drive an ambulance too before i became a uh a, a lawyer so i i i used to uh 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 drive ambulances before i chased them i guess <laughs> i was waiting for the drum from nowhere there uh, but um <laughs> <laughs> uh, people that need to talk you mentioned it also there's the scarlet bee with bankruptcy yeah who wants You and I probably learned about bankruptcy from playing Yahtzee or, no, no, uh, uh, Monopoly, Monopoly many years ago. Yeah, if you yeah. land on it. Yeah, there it is. There we go. A little slow. you know, so sat- we are one-handed AK. Our Chris. Saturday morning, that's all it is, is just bad uh, circus jokes and uh, <laughs> funny sounds. So bankruptcy is available for people, but they do have to come. They got to ask about it. It's something that they want to. A lot of people are running businesses that aren't going to be successful, and that's what we're seeing. So I've got car dealers, I got people that are painters, construction workers. Is there a difference pools. between
2: BK for a business or, or an individual?
1: Yes, a bankruptcy for a business. You've heard of the, uh, uh Ken Lay and the, uh, uh back in 07 and 08 when the banks collapsed and Yes, such. yeah. They file a type of bankruptcy called a Chapter 11. Okay. That's the big boy yeah. ones. Yeah. We have smaller bankruptcies for individuals and small businesses in a community. So if somebody's running a uh, uh, some sort of a food truck and they've got five trucks and they need to file bankruptcy, they're not going to lose the trucks. They're going to get to keep running their business if that's what they choose to that's do. That's
2: reorganization, right?
1: Exactly. And yeah. there's a couple different bankruptcies that allow smaller businesses to do that. Now, if you or I had to file... We would want to file and wipe out all of our debt in what's called a Chapter 7. That's the fresh start. That's right. I've heard of that. There's qualifying factors. You you can't have too much income. You, you can't have both a hunting lodge in Montana and a fishing casita down in Ensenada. Right. You can have one or the other. Right. No, no. Basically, we look <laughs> gotcha. at how much and what everything's worth. Yeah. But the idea is to wipe out debt and give people a fresh start.
2: And people say, you know what? That's not fair. The people took a, the, you know, the, the loans out. That's my argument against these student loans is, you know, first of all, um, I had to think about it before I took out the loans. I made very sure that I got a degree mm-hmm. that allowed me to earn an income. Right. right. So that I could have a, 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 be in the position to repay it. What's your degree? I, I actually was a political science major and I switched. Wonderful. Well, but I didn't stay. Here's what happened. Um, I was t- studying political science and at LSU, you have to choose whether you're going to do the government track like civics or political philosophy. And I chose political philosophy with a French minor. And then what ended up happening was I got a job selling timeshare in the French quarter.
1: Wow.
2: And I was like, you know what? What if I end up, don't go to law school? How, am I going to be able to make a living? What am I going to do? Teach civics to eighth graders? What am I going to do? So I switched to business. So, so I'm. I was a business major, but I mean, it was three years in. I mean, I pretty much had my poli sci and my French yes, done, very much so. So yeah. So but but it actually it worked out great because the two are are, are uh, they're they're hand in hand. They're they're oh, very much you so. know because you can't separate the government's influence on our lives and certainly on businesses. Absolutely. Right. So yeah. it helped me to have kind of a, a stole a love for business. Of course, I then I worked for Xerox and other companies. But yes. anyway, so that. That's my background, so I should know. It's been a while since I studied this stuff, but I—it's been a while since I visited it. But, but uh, you know, I I did. You know, took me eleven years, and there was times where I literally had no money or little money to buy food. But I took the debt out.
1: Every time you talk, I like you more. And oh, more, thank you! And more. Eleven years to get through college? No,
2: eleven years to pay off my dad Oh, oh! Because oh.
1: I was going to say five t- years to get through. It college. took me nine years. I was a oh, musician. Really? Oh, wow! How funny. So I'm listening to your story. Daddy would
2: have cut you. My daddy would have cut you off because what the help I did get from my parents came in the form of food. So they would have said like nine years, child. You're on your own after four. Oh four my
1: God! My parents didn't pay for any of my college.
2: Oh well, mine just gave me food.
1: Oh, how wonderful.
2: Yeah. So, um, But anyway, so uh, for me, the, what do you say to the people that are like me with the student loans? Well, you took out the debt. You need to honor your, your responsibility, get a second job or whatever, and paid off.
1: Wow, that's interesting. You're asking a lawyer if he can make a moral choice within the construct of the law. I know. It's a tough position. Well, what we have to do is we have to tell them what the law is and what's available to them. I have to be careful imputing my personal... Belief system or morals on a case, so that's you just said. What you said was was about four hours worth of discussion. I may want that. I, I I work with gamblers all the time. We're in San Diego. We're, 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 oh we're, yeah, I had thought about that. We're, we're a casino I don't chip. Yeah, we're a casino chip yeah. throw from all these casinos. I have people that come in all the time. Student loans, getting taking out student loans is not a disease. Gambling yeah. to excess for a lot of people is a disease. So. I don't know. Are you saying, though, that... that, Are you saying if the cop wrote down the wrong... Social Security number, you shouldn't be able to get out of that speeding ticket.
2: No, i and I'm glad we're having this discussion because you know, um I I think it's it's it, along the lane, same lines of um who was the comedian who was recently talking about Trump, how he knew he wanted to vote for Trump when they brought up his taxes and how he doesn't pay any taxes, and he's like, well, th- because I'm smart. I think it was Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. He's yeah. like, because I'm smart. Yeah. He goes, and anybody else on the stage should be doing the same thing if if the law provides you an opportunity to yes. do this and save money, you should take advantage of it. Yes.
1: It sounds opportunistic.
2: Right. But it's, but yeah. And you know what? Our government's getting enough, uh, get, getting enough of our tax money. But,
1: but, but you asked, you, you asked a great question. It took you a while to pay off your student loans. Like me, I had $300,000 at a law school that mm. I had to pay off. Uh, uh, so I had to do it as well. I'm not happy about rich people that went and became uh, neurosurgeons that are going to be able to wipe out. They don't have to do anything to wipe out their debt, right? right? You just have to have student loan debt.
2: Right, Right, exactly. So in the time we have left, um, we've covered the morality issue of it because there's really not. And if you're struggling, this is available to you. And you know what? The credit card companies, they have it built into their business models in in terms of the write-offs and their losses. It's built into the game for them. So we don't have to worry about the credit card companies getting hurt in this situation. So tell everybody, um, we don't have time to get into all the particulars in terms of how the, who qualifies and who doesn't. We just want you to know that it is something that you should be pursuing if yep. you're under tough times right now. Uh, the law makes it available for you. You're not doing anything wrong. Um, and it's not necessarily without its repercussions. So there are repercussions for people to do this. Quickly talk about that.
1: It is, uh, well, first off, it is the Scarlet Bee. Mm-hmm. Are you going to tell your boyfriend, girlfriend, whoever, your boss? Probably not. Your landlord? Who are you going to tell about it? Secondly, it does show up on your credit report for up to 10 years. Mm-hmm. It means if you go out and buy a million-dollar house uh, in, in Mission Bay, uh, no, they'd be $10 million. Yeah. There. If you bought a house, they're going to look at your credit report. You're going to pay a higher interest rate, a higher down payment, or yeah. higher month lease. Yeah. That's it, though. That really is it. It's a function of credit. I have not filed bankruptcy, but I wish I did. I wish I had right out of law school. Mm. I had student loan debt. I wasn't making any money. Student loan debt used to be wiped out. Who passed the law that made it so it couldn't be wiped out? Bill Clinton.
2: Interesting. In 1998, he was so conservative compared to today's Democrat Party. He was
1: Rush Limbaugh. Yes, if he compared it to the Republicans today.
2: He told people that you got to work if you want to get you know employment or, for or welfare. work for welfare. He made it transactional. Remember the Sister
1: Soldier? Oh Re- yeah. Remember when he chewed her out in oh, yeah, L.A.? Yeah, the Sister Soldier moment. Yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I am so past the point. I need to take a break. Tell everybody how to get a hold of you and how
1: to hear your show. Uh, my office is in Old Town, San Diego. Ooh, We've fine. been there for 30 years. Uh, you can call. 619-574-0551. Google my name, Mark Miller, uh, Attorney San Diego. Also, we have our show on Saturday mornings from 9 to 10. Talk to the lawyer. I host it with my uh esteemed colleague, friend who is not here today, Larissa Lazarus she up yes she is the brains of the outfit but that's every Saturday (laughs) from 9 to 10 awesome Andrea Kay I I can't tell you how excited I am to be here I had a
2: great time with you I kept you way longer you're only supposed to be here 15 minutes and we're past the point of a break Skins we are going to take a break now and uh, thank you for being here Mark you You guys need to listen to his show on Saturdays and you need to reach out to him and have a consultation if you're struggling uh, with your debt okay we love you and no judgment here do what you need to do and we're going to do what we need to do take a break
0: Andrea Kay, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego.
2: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kaye Show. Jack from Oceanside's on the line. He's got a comment he wants to make about uh, my convo with Mark Miller. Hey, Jack.
4: Yeah, I liked your guest. Oh, uh, what channel is this show on?
2: It's on our channel. It's right here, The Answer San Diego, Saturdays from 9 to 10.
4: Okay, but would that be... uh, AM
2: 1170 or FM 96.1?
4: Oh, you get it on both. Yeah. So I I wanted to make two comments about bankruptcy. Okay. So my understanding is if, if you don't make a payment on a bill for four years, it becomes uncollectible. But that clock starts all over if somehow they trick you into making a payment after four years. Then that four-year clock starts all over again. The the other th- comment about bankruptcy is it's always been my understanding if you have a loan that's forgiven, uh, it's considered income, and you have to pay income tax on the forgiven amount. So this first came to my attention during the Great Recession of 2008 when people were losing their homes. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. And let's say you owed a million dollars on your loan, and the bank was able to sell your house in foreclosure for, say, $700,000, that difference, that 300000 was considered income, and you'd get a 1099 and have to pay income tax on the 300000
2: True, and uh, there are. uh, My understanding is there some are some exceptions on loan forgiveness, like the PPP loans um, that were forgiven from the government um, were not taxable. So, but in general, loan forgiveness is a taxable event. I wish you'd called in, Jack, when Mark was here. He's already on his way home. Um, but those would be good questions for Mark to call in his show. I believe he takes callers. I would call in Saturday. He's on Saturdays right here, 9 to 10. Same call-in number. Skin, yeah. same call-in number, right? 888-344-1170. Those are two excellent questions. I would love for you to...
4: Well, it was more of a comment. Cause I don't know if it's still true today, but...
2: Well, that, I would like to know that. I wish about the four years thing. I would like to... I, those are both really important questions yeah, Andrew, Mark. I can't
3: vouch, but, I, but what Jack said, I have heard that out and about, so maybe it's, maybe it's out there.
2: Could be. So, the, yeah, so... I just wanted to throw that in there. Thank you. Appreciate you calling, Jack. Those are good questions. Take it easy. Um... I, oh, I, I know what I was going to do before I started rapping with Jack. I was going to read an email from a listener. She says, uh it's Mo. Personally, not quite believing story on the dude absconding with documents. Also, looks like love affair gone wrong and the killing of the tech giant by his friend. Who knows? Um... She says, um, "Don't tell me dogs don't know who the evil ones are. Let me tell you, my boo gator. He can tell you an evil, an evil person. He did not light that fire department that came to check the fire alarms and the smoke detector. Maybe he did something not.
3: about small dogs because Pete's the same way.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, dogs are they're, they're very, very uh, intelligent and intuitive." And they can sense, they can sense evil. Body
3: language, a lot of different things to pick up on.
2: Yeah, so what she's talking about there, if you guys don't know the tech guy, the guy, I've never used the Cash app. I'm not sure how it works. Um, I don't know if it's like Venmo. It's similar. Okay, which I do use. That's how I pay my hair gal is through Venmo. Um, So evidently he was stabbed to death in San Francisco. He had, I guess, I don't know if his business was still in in San Francisco, but he had sold his San Francisco home and he had moved to another part of the Bay Area, I guess. And in the middle of the night, he was in San Francisco to handle a little business and he was stabbed at like two in the morning. And I thought it seemed weird, right? It's like. What's he doing out walking at two o'clock in the morning kind of thing? And I thought, well, maybe he was out, I I don't know, for a jog in the middle of the night or couldn't sleep or something. I don't know. Seemed weird to me. But I thought it was just a classic case of, you know, America and the crime wave we've got going on. And he was out wrong place at the wrong time. Well, evidently, his friend, somebody that he knew, um, was, was arrested for stabbing him. And so, what Mo was asking is, which is the first thing that I thought of is, okay, he knew his stabber. It's San Francisco, it's two in the morning, and he's stabbed by a dude. You know uh hook up on the low down got wrong is the first thing that I questioned, so it remains to be seen. I guess this thirty three year old owner of cash app is married or has it has a you know a significant other who's a woman and a mother of his child or children, but that doesn't mean that men don't go and hook up on the down low Oprah did stories about it, so anyway it's it's devastating that a father of young children is stabbed to death, but um at least they found the accused killer um my LSU Lady Tigers won the national championship, and of course, Joe Biden had to try to politicize it. And you know, people still talking about that. Joe Biden stepped in it big time when she decided to invite Iowa, the Iowa girls team, which is largely I didn't really watch that. I I, I, I watched lot of the game, I could not tell you right now what percentage, I know most of my LSU girls team is, is gr- girl, women, young women of color, I think the Iowa team was largely white, but I really wasn't paying that much attention to it. Well, let me tell you, Joe Biden decided she wanted to invite both the teams to the White House and really caused a dust up with it. Um, in part because it's gauche to do that. It was about stealing a part of the prize from my LSU girls, and it became about race. And I think LSU's probably our most famous. A lot of people don't know that. Um oh gosh, she was in my sorority. And um, Joanne Woodward was actually an LSU grad and was actually in my sorority many years ago. Um, she's no longer a famous LSU grad. Um, it's now Shaq. So Shaq ain't letting it go. Okay, Shaq is mad now. He is warm um i once had dinner with the athletic director of lsu who said Shaq, and i don't know if this is true i've never seen him um but evidently he still goes back to lsu quite a bit and roams around in his limo saying hi to people well he is still mad at joe biden and here's what he had to say about it today like two weeks later clip seven can i ask something else too and this was controversial can i ask you how you feel about this when the
4: first lady said LSU, I'd like to also invite Iowa to the White House, although we know she doesn't make the decision that caused a big uproar. What did you think about that? Because, you know, we are in this oh. era of participation trophies. <laughs> well,
5: no, but that's not what it was. Who about. does that? I mean, OK, that's what not was it what about? it was about. I want people to okay. use their imaginations. You know what it was about. I'm not going to mention. It. Yes. You, yeah. you know what it was about. Right.
3: I can say so, it. We can say yeah. it. It became yeah, a race I, issue. It became a team of yeah, but, all black yeah, girls like, beating a team yeah, of all white I, girls.
2: That's what it became.
5: I don't like to throw that word around. You understand? No,
2: but that's what society made it. That's what it became it's, in exactly. the grand so, scheme of everything.
5: So in the history of me going to the White House and all the champions going to the White House, you never even mentioned the second team. right? But the right. fact that it was that versus that and the other that lost... That's when they wanted to make it a participation. Oh, they lost, but they were there and all that. But no, that, that's, I thought out it was, of pocket. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely thought it was out of pocket. I mean, I if would, Iowa won, she probably wouldn't have had LSU come there. Oh, no, she, no, no, ain't no, problem. She wouldn't, she wouldn't even mention LSU. It ain't no problem. There, there we go. Gonna, dang, yeah, she wouldn't even. She, there stop, we go. <laughs> <stop> <laughs> but, yeah, But you know what it is? Everybody counted their chickens before the hatch. Let me just explain why. Iowa's championship game wasn't that game. Iowa's championship game was when they beat South Carolina. South Carolina, Carolina. absolutely. Mm -hmm. The almighty black girl team is undefeated. Who's going to beat them? And they beat them. So when they beat them, Mm -hmm. they got happy. And then when LSU came along, Mm -hmm. they thought they was going, you know, run us over. But we had way too many dogs.
2: Yes, we did. We had way too many dogs. That's my man, Shaq. And you know why I'm continuing to talk about this story? Because if Joe Biden was Melania Trump and she had done this, would would we still be hearing about it?
3: Each and every day, many times a day.
2: Dang right. We'd be hearing about it. So I'm going to keep talking about it because Joe Biden was racist. It was and it, it, it was about racism, but it was also about exploitation of young women athletes to try to push and pretend that they care about young women athletes and young women in general when the reality is is they're trampling the rights and the lives of young women all day every day with their trans crap. So I'm going to continue because you know what? The, the, this is how we're going to win. We need to start playing by their rules.
3: I was just going to say, play like the other side plays. Right.
2: We didn't make the rules. They did. Everything that we do is considered racist or bigoted. So you know what? When they do something racist and bigoted or stupid that tramples on young women and while pretending— that they're acting on behalf of young women, we need to be calling them out on it. Thank you, Shaq. Because let me tell you, I've been following him on and and the story on Twitter, and people have been coming for him, which is kind of stupid, because Shaq's got more money than Carter's got little pills, and he can do what he wants, and he's going to say what he wants. And oh, by the way, he's like nine feet tall.
3: I don't think you want to be messing with Shaq. And
2: Shaq is our honorary forever president of... Louisiana State University, child. There it is. Go Tigers. We're gonna take a break. Don't go anywhere.
5: A.K.
0: Dynamite and address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her. Don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K. Show on the Answer San Diego.
2: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. So Donald Trump, in spite of the fact that he had to go back to New York City to be uh, have another deposition for another lawsuit, he's continuing to fight uh, and use his voice to push back against what's happening in our country. And here's what he had to say: he did he did uh, a, a statement and a speech on the day of the uh, arraignment, and he's continuing to follow this up. This was with stronger, it. I think. This was yeah, this was stronger. We want to hear what he had to say today on the weaponization of the justice system. Clip one.
0: There is no more dire threat to the American way of life than the corruption and weaponization of our justice system. And it's happening all around us. If we cannot restore the fair and impartial rule of law, we will not be a free country. As president, it will be my personal mission to restore the scales of justice in America. We want fairness and equality under the law.
2: I think, yeah, I think it was a better statement. I think he needs to continue to talk about it. I think he needs to continue to do press conferences about it and not just post on Truth Social. I think he needs to get back on Twitter and start using Facebook. I think he, Twitter is um, where he really was able to reach a, above the, the legacy media and get his message out. I well, think, I think, think that's to, where he's going
3: to... He's honestly going to reach Andrea more of his supporters there. There's not there's a very niche few on Truth Social.
2: Uh, he had, what, thir- at 30-something million people following him on Twitter. Truth Social has a total of 5 million users. It just does not have the bandwidth. He can and, continue to
3: post there, yeah. but he's doing himself no favors by not using the the other tools.
2: Absolutely. He needs to be back on Twitter and he needs to continue to remind people that it's it's uh it, it, why it's the greatest threat because we're all going to be persecuted and prosecuted at some point by this Department of Injustice if it's not reined in. And that's
3: not hyperbole. It's
2: not hyperbole and he needs to start explaining exactly how he's going to do it. And you know who else needs to do that? Ron DeSantis. I'm so sick and tired of his mouthpieces on the socials, all talking anti-Trump all day long and how we need to vote DeSantis. DeSantis hasn't declared. And let me tell you, if DeSantis is the next torchbearer of true conservatism, if he is, as the DeSantis supporters are saying, is the guy who, because they're saying today, that's a great statement by Trump. But Trump has shown that he doesn't have have the personnel instincts and he's not going to hire the right people to actually make it done. Well, let me tell you. For Ron DeSantis to do it, Ron DeSantis, for him to truly be the next MAGA warrior who's going to rat out the deep state, then Ron DeSantis better throw his hat in the ring today and start amassing a team of people from outside D.C. to get it done. Or what would be any different with Ron DeSantis? Or
3: say I'm not doing it.
2: Or say I'm not doing it. If Ron DeSantis is the guy who's not just going to talk, but will actually implement, he better be working on a team and begin it today.
3: And, Andrea, if he's not going to do it and he is that next torchbearer somewhere down the line, he needs to suck it up and say, you know what? I'm not running, but President Trump's the man.
2: Right. But this running the shadow campaign and while still governor and just thinking that having some, quote, influencers on Twitter calling Trump supporters cultists and nasty names all day, which is, I'm just going to say it, Jenna Ellis. Uh, you know, uh, oh my! She calls herself America's lawyer. I would not hire her to represent me if in you know uh, gator uh, a gator. I would say a dog biting, but gator would never bite anybody. Um, I, I wouldn't hire her to represent me in a tra- in a um, jaywalking case. Okay. Um, all right. Thank you to Mark Miller. Thank you to the listeners. Thank you to Carl Jackson. We love him so much. We're going to be back tomorrow night, six p.m. Pacific time. Right here, 844-814-814 5227 is our 24 hour comment line. Download the podcast. Peace out.